Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, Nick. Hey, Anna. How's it going? What do you mean, in the world or in my own brain? I would never ask about your brain. Oh, it's a dumpster fire. But oh. my own brain is fucking killing it. Blocking everything out. Saw a dead body on the road yesterday. What? Two nights ago. Yeah. We were driving. Um, what the fuck? On the five, possibly. And uh, or the 101. 101. Anyway. There was bad traffic. It was late at night, Saturday night, mm -hmm. Saturday night. And uh, when we finally got up to the accident, there was a body in the road covered in a yellow tarp with a thousand cops oh. around. Him. That's tough. Looks like they had murdered him. That is tough um, for me to hear. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, that's the thing. It's like, that's essentially what we're always seeing you know we're kind of always driving past a dead body and lyra you know she teared up you know it was emotional seeing a dead body and i 
just tried to keep singing along to the song on the radio. Well, <laughs> on my phone. I was playing that, it on purpose. That makes you sound maniacal. I know, but it's just like, I don't know that guy. Yeah. And okay. it's never going to come up. It has no impact on my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it was a tarp. I didn't see into his eyes. But anyway, that's that's what I got to do. And I honestly, I think for my own mental health, that's like the best thing I can do. Yeah. No, I get you. I get you, queen. I get you. Thanks, king. Anyway, you seen any dead bodies lately? God damn. No, I have not. Why would I? Oh, you're excited about that. No. No, you want to see a dead body. People are dying. It's not you. You're, you don't want to kill anyone. You're just like, people happen to be dying. Why Why can't I peep one? Right. This is tough well, for me. Morbid. Yeah. Why is this tough for you, especially? Um, Because, like, I'm a really special person and, like. Interesting. You're different than others. Mm-hmm. Wow. Any particular ways? No, no reason. Let's get into it because this episode. Like he murdered that guy. Yes. We. He, oh, um, he was on a motorcycle, by the way. Oh, Don't God. get a motorcycle. We saw his motorcycle a little further down. Oof. I don't a like that. A lot further down. Anyway, what were you saying? Episode. Oh, what? my God, Nick. Put it out of your brain. It's a little hard after you told me about it. Oh, uh, come on. I did it immediately. I know, but you're a shitbag. <laughs> I'm just joking. You're a lovely guy who compartmentalizes oh, wow, better than I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. We're talking below dead. What a great way to start the show. You're like, hey, man, what's that dead body? Put it out of your brain. <laughs> <laughs> no, shut up about it. <laughs> it's like you brought it up, dude. Okay. It's like, this was your experience, and you made it yeah. our experience pretty quickly. All right. Didn't have to be. Yeah. No, I'm putting it away. Far okay, away. Deep down for it to come out in the most inconvenient time. Okay. Well, that'll be Zach's problem, not mine. Yeah. I, yeah. Hmm. So. Hmm, interesting. Uh, <laughs> got got you there. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, we're talking Below Deck Mediterranean Season 5, uh-huh. Episode wow. 13. Wow. 13. Almost caught up, dog. Almost caught up. Um, And we just learned Season 8 of Below Deck eight. Regular drops on November 2nd. And guess what? Fucking Eddie's back. Eddie is back. The strongest man. I'm Eddie. Why did he come back? I thought he was done. He was working on like tugboats. Do not go back there. Hmm. I guess they needed some anchor other <laughs> get an anchor other than Captain yeah. Lee since um Kate Chastain left. Also, they don't have anybody that like when they park the boat can yell like a glove. <laughs> so stupid. Who is the new below deck chief stew? 
Wow. It's gonna be like, go We're about fuck to get this yourself. Wait, Francesca Ruby. Who the fuck is this? New. I thought. Oh my god. They they got a Hannah Kate lookalike. They found the combo of both of them. Oh my god, this shit's about to pop off. I can feel it. This woman has a face of a person who will tell you to go fuck yourself. Wow, she's young. How old is she? I don't know. I'm just saying she looks... Oh, this is a different season. That is Kate. Okay. Jesus Christ. (laughs) It was a blurry picture of Kate. What season is this? Season eight. Yeah, that's it said it was a picture of here's the season eight cast. And it's just really blurry, so everyone yeah. looks really young. It says below deck uh press release describes Francesca as a perfectionist who runs a tight ship by raising the bar when it comes to service. In the season eight trailer, she admits I take my job a little bit too seriously sometimes. She's from Sydney, Australia. Okay. Uh, Francesca Francesca began her career in event management, working for celebrity clients. She eventually got into the yachting industry first as a hostess, and has worked and has gained since gained experience as a purser, a deckhand, and a stew. Wow! And her stews will be Elizabeth Frankini and Isabel Izzy Wouters. Uh oh, they don't have the same philosophy philosophy when it comes to service. When Francesca discovers her stews are not up to her white gloves, no watermark standards, she reaches a breaking point that saves sends waves throughout the interior. Wow. I genuinely thought it was going to be Brooke. So it's just Eddie. Eddie and Captain Lee are back. That's it? I guess. I guess Eddie's No back. one will hang out with Captain Lee anymore besides Eddie. Well, God, if you look around Kate's one done. day and you see everyone's gone, but Eddie, you really got to take a deep look at your life. Wow. Fascinating. I really thought they were going to get Brooke in as the new chief stew, but you wow. know what? Lady chef. Uh, lady chefs have never worked out. Well, that's three up, three down, including Kiko, a bit of a lady, if you know what I mean. Don't be that guy. What? Don't be that guy. What? Blood what did I do? season eight crew. What? What? I'm ne- what did I do? What? Show what? Claw? This is how you argue? Okay. Yes. Eddie, James. Okay, well, I learned nothing. Lee, Thank you. Rachel Hargrove, Shane Koo. All right, well, that's unimportant. This is for another day. These people don't care about this as much All as right, we guys, do. All right, guys, sorry about that. Uh, we're just talking below deck, baby. All right, season five, episode 13, Below Deck Med. So we continue with Tom losing his goddamn shit over the galley mishaps and the guests not understanding poached lobster. And Malia's like, it hurts me to see you like this. It hurts me to see you like this. Calm down, babe. And Tom keeps swearing and freaking out because he still has to make a cake for the guests. And one of the older guests, um, after they bring up the fried lobster because they can't handle poached lobster, says, hey, I mean, I lived through the Depression. I'll eat anything. 
And I'm like, how old are you? <laughs> you lived with, I guess, the Depression was the 20s. No, no, no. The de- Depression was the 30s and like 40s-ish. So, oh, yeah, that makes sense. the market sense. crashed in 29. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, wait, no, because that would make him like 90. Well, 40, was the 50s also part of the Depression? Look, everyone thinks they lived during the Depression. I, I, I think we have an argument now to say we're currently in a Depression. You know, I don't think there can be only one Depression. But I understand what you mean. You know, okay. it's like it's like when people say pre-war. You know, it's like they only ever mean the Civil wow. War. Okay, it says the 1929 and it lasted until the late 1930s. This bitch did not live through the Depression. Well. He'd be like 90 I, years old. So you're saying this rich old piece of shit is bad? <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think your bitch ass lived through the depression. Yes. No, this guy is literally one of the worst guys our planet has. He to would offer. be 91 years old if he was born in 1921 or 1929. So sorry, bitch. You did not live through the depression. You you maybe just were poor. Okay. You didn't live through the depression. Not that being poor is bad, but I mean, you got to be clear when you're saying wild shit like that. I lived through depression. You know, the one that my dad started by taking over the oil industry and making it a monopoly. I lived through that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyway. It was incredible. Um, Tom come, basically Tom, uh. He comes up and he explains that the lobster was technically cooked. He said it cooked for two hours. And they're like, well, that was the best lobster we've ever had. And Tom is pissed. Um, but, yeah. They said they've... You um, cannot explain it to these people. But you know what's funny is that <laughs> you also can't explain it to Captain Sandy. No. If Captain Sandy hears anything even remotely anything. negative like, about oh, well, your you food, can't cook. Get out of here. Yeah. This bitch has fired so many chefs. She fired Mila. She fired Anastasia. Well, Mila should have She fired, fired Kiko. And I don't, I don't know if she fired Anastasia unless there, there was kind of a mutual agreement that she should step down and they should Look, hire a different she chef. goes through chefs. This is my point. Nobody goes through chefs. Nobody literally goes through any chefs. I think Leon is the only chef that was fired that was not by Sandy. Yeah. Captain Lee been at it. It's his, it's well, his eighth season. Captain Lee this mostly. motherfucker fired one guy, and it's because he was a serial killer. Right. But he also has mostly worked with Ben, and then he had Matt, who put cheddar cheese on everything, and then Kevin. Matt wasn't as good of a chef as Kevin. Kevin was definitely a little bit more elevated, but Kevin was out of his fucking mind. Oh, Kevin was not worth it. The talent was not worth the squeeze. No, 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 no. But Matt was a friendly guy. He just too much cheddar cheese on everything. Never fucking forget that cheddar cheese he put on that salad. It's disgusting. All right. Um, Yeah, so... uh, What's his name? Tom is then annoyed that he has to sing happy birthday to one of the guests as they deliver the cake. And he's like, what am I? Goddamn fucking circus act. And it's like, dude, what does it make you angry? Huh? Well, he's wrong. I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah, but 
That's what it is. You got to be like, happy, happy birthday from all of us to you. I will blow my brains out. I will do what do. He's a chef. They don't make the chef at, you know, Chili's or wherever you're getting your birthday song. They don't make the chef come out and sing to you. Well, there's no it's chef. It's just the front of the house. You think there's a chef at Chili's? Yes. There's a guy back there being like, look, when my father started Chili's. <laughs> yeah, okay. He said that the blooming onion is that's is not only cooked in peanut oil. That's not chilies. Blooming onion oh, is out wow. Look who knows what all the different restaurants do. <laughs> Look at the millionaire who goes to different restaurants. The millionaire who's been to Outback Steakhouse. Jesus. <laughs> Come on. These people who listen are just salt of the earth. They're not Hollywood wow. elites like you. No, I heard that a Hollywood elite listens to the show. Yeah, right. It's me re-listening before I post it. Okay. So uh, Rob says, he says, I've been thinking about my future with Jess. Uh, She invited me to go to Bali with her after this. And she says she'll be sad if I don't go with her, even though Bali has been a dream of hers. And now it is starting to mess with her head. He didn't actually say all that, but I just wanted to do the accent. Wow. Uh, it sounds like he said it. It sounds like he may go to Bali. What do you think? He's going to go to Bali with Jess. He sounds like he's a walking coffin. <laughs> like if you had a like a, like a, a, Lord, a cartoon about a haunted perfect, house. That's the perfect explanation of him. <laughs> a walking coffin. It's like hi, I'm a coffin named Rob. That's the coffin door opening. Yes. And, he's like, and then that's the, that his name is just the sound of a coffin door opening. <laughs> Hello. I am Rob. Oh yeah. my god. Yours, yours had a lot more life than mine. Yeah. Wow. That Wait, was beautiful. What's that, Rob? You have a joke for Nick? Yes, I do. Oh, nice. I didn't want to ask. Of course not, Nick. How do yes. you how do you talk to giants? How do you talk to the giants? I did not ask you to sing it back to me. I'm sorry. I don't know. Use big words. Uh, ha 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 ha! I have another. Okay. Wow! Don't sound so excited. Uh, okay. What do you call a boomerang that won't come back? What do you call a boomerang that won't come back? I don't know. A stick. Here. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, right. Rob. I guess you've got to go. Wait, wait. Why are you pushing me out the door? You have to leave. Thank you. Goodbye. I, I shoved him off a cliff. Right. We we got to get a lock for that door. Yeah, I agree. So Alex and Pete are talking about how glad they are that Hannah's gone because it's a total different vibe. And Bugs, it's a great chief stew. And I'm like, first of all, Pete, I'm pretty sure we cut you out of this. So stop giving your opinion. And Alex, we all know you want to fuck bugs because you keep saying uh, yeah it out loud. you're going to fully propose to her before she kisses you 
Yeah. Yeah, I know. He's like, every time she turns around, he starts to get down on one knee and then panics. Yeah, he's like, look, I just been looking at you on his boat and I gotta tell you, you're like one of the best people I've ever been on a boat and uh, you, you looks like a genuine person and like, it's like freaking me out how good you are. I love you as much as I love the freaking Red Sox. Yeah. Oh. We're about to come up to Johnny Damon coming on this show. Oh, my God. Alex is not going to be able to handle himself. Oh, my God. Doesn't Alex literally feel like the Johnny Damon fan? Yes. I feel like he was born in the dugout at Fenway. (laughs) Like a a bat fucked a glove. (coughs) Oh, my God. I laughed so hard it made me cough. Nice. So, Alex and... Uh, not Alex, sorry. Tom tells Malia that he's disappointed in tonight's dinner. Oh, no. And she's like, why? It worked out, babe. Um, and he's like, everything is about reputation. And this bullshit's going to hurt my reputation for sure. And I'm like, dude, it's not the cooking that's going to hurt your reputation. It's the fact that you're about to bash bugs in the face with a frying pan. That will hurt your reputation. Because they're going to be like, mm, this guy doesn't seem okay. Like, why would you want to... I mean, I understand all these chefs turn out to be volatile unless they're sweet, sweet Kiko boy. But, like... Kiko. This is... Kiko. You're acting a fool and then expecting not pe- for people to not notice that you're acting a fool? Like, nah, your cooking has spoken for itself. Your food looks good. All his food has looked good. The guests didn't understand poached lobster. Okay, that's on them. Another person oh. who hires chefs will understand poached lobster. But you... Literally going into a freezer and swearing like bloody murder. That's what makes you look like a fool. Mm-hmm. You know it. what? You know what? Let's take a quick break. Let's, yeah, we got to take that break. Uh, I need to leave town. Yeah, we got to get out of here. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it. And I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox, 
you can't go around it. So you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. And we're back. God damn it. We came back. We didn't leave. <laughs> we yeah. called to iHeartRadio and they, and they reminded us that we're under contract and that yeah. they own us. They own us. The shackles around Nick's legs. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd go that far. Okay. He's, I'm not trying to get peated he's, uh, out of this show. He's uh, attached to his, the desk in his closet. <laughs> You've never seen me anywhere else, have you? Nope. All right. On the show, it's the next day on this episode, same day, same time. So, uh, yeah, the guests love breakfast. Uh, so Tom and Tom's food. So, like, maybe Tom should chill the fuck out a little. Everything seems to be going fine, Tom. Do you want to well, go in the freezer? I don't think Tom has an off switch. He just needs to, like, chill the fuck out. Well, he's not going to. But that's the thing is like even Ben was like, okay, baby. Like Tom is just like, my reputation. Like that's his whole vibe. Like, yes. My ben- chef, Tom's got a bad reputation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I uh sorry. Because <laughs> like every other chef like had good moments. Like Tom has yet to show even remotely a good moment. Like he's sweet to Malia, but like that's about it. Like, he doesn't seem um, fun. Yeah, I mean, I guess he is. I don't know him very well. I saw him, like, yell at her in the walk-in. But does he seem f- Like, would you want to go... Who would you go out with? Ben, Kevin, or Tom? Would you want to go ben, out and hang out with all night? Kevin or Tom? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this easiest, easiest okay, answer in point. the entire world. I mean, it, Ben's the coolest guy on the planet. No, you're right, you're right. That was a real... Okay, no, no, let me change that. Yeah, that was dumb. Okay, okay. Kevin, I'm going with Kevin. <laughs> Okay, let me the switch fuck? that up. Mila. We're going to talk bald spots. <laughs> Stupid. I can't breathe. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Funniest. I just lost <laughs> power again. You're giving me a heart attack. <sighs> I'm so I'm so sorry for that, but Nick just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Talk balls. <laughs> oh, leave that in. We need to know how hard that hit me. All right. Um. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and Nick's power went out oh my god this is such a shit show 
All right, so we had technical difficulties. Uh, my electricity keeps going out every 25 minutes, and it's ruining my life. Um, you were laughing. Yes, I sorry, was laughing we... hysterically over yeah. um, the – you guys are going to talk oh, he's about bald, bald spots. It's funny when people are bald. No, it's more you just caught me off guard that you two would – that's what you would talk about. But I'm going to change it up. Would you rather – Talk or who would you rather go out with Mila, Kevin, or um, Tom? Okay, now we're talking Mila for sure, for sure, for Are sure. Are you serious? You'd rather go out with a uh, like homophobic? Yeah, oh, I guess you're right. That's how bad Tom and Kevin were. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, if something were to happen and we were trapped somewhere and we had to restart the world together, you know, it would be easier for Mila and I to do it. Yeah, that's to true. restart civilization. That's true. Facts. All yeah. right. And I I welcome the opportunity to try to teach her kids stuff that she's not refusing teaching. to teach them and being like, my son will never see two men kiss. And it's like, your son would probably be a lot chiller if he did. Yeah, dude. Just a thought. Well, great, great game. Great thought experiment. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah, the guests love breakfast. Uh, And the crew is working on getting stuff to the beach. And Rob's getting annoyed. And he says, no one listens to me ever. Um, And he says, I have a lot to contribute, but no one seems to hear me. Um, And I just feel like there's a lot of miscommunication between him and Alex and Pete. And Rob's upset by that. And it's probably because um, Rob is like the odd man out in the the deck crew uh, because like Pete and Alex are too busy like jerking each other off in their cabins to like listen to anything like quiet little Rob says. And um, also they're jealous about Rob's beauty. Yeah. They're like, it's experience. He hung out with Taylor Swift dog. That's true. I did. It's ridiculous. I did hang out with Taylor Swift. She loves me. I love that song of hers. She loves me. Yeah. Um, so Malia says managing this deck crew has been really tough on her because a lot of it comes down to like HR. Uh, and then she doesn't really explain what that means and then says, and like dealing with Tom is also tough. And I'm like, okay, what do you mean? It's like HR. You just have to be like a rep you need to be human resources for these guys. Pretty sure you just have to be a good manager, that. right? Manage I don't know what them. the hell you're talking about. No. Oh, all right. Well, Alex thinks Rob is being too sensitive about shit when Malia, (laughs) bless you, queen. Yeah. uh, Alex is like, I don't know, man. He's like really sensitive and like, I'm not even bothered by it. And Malia's like, oh, okay. Because she asked him like, so what what went down between you guys? Like, why is Rob crying? And Rob's in the back like, no one listens to me. Probably because they can't register the sound tone of my voice in their Poor ears. little vampire. No one can hear me. How many nights do I have to lie awake? Listening to the sound of the howling wolves <laughs> as they turn into humans. It is At the I. the end of a long night of eating. It is I, your father. 
No one looks better silhouetted against the pale moon than I, Rob. Rob. Hold on. He's not a ghost. I'm not going to do it. Well, anyway, Bug says this is her first time in her whole yachting career that she's been on a boat this big with only two stews. And she really doesn't want to see the crew. uh, She doesn't want the crew to see her get flustered because she likes to be in control of things. And that's how Bugsy runs. She's in control. Nothing can fuck with her. Bless you, Bugsy. Bless you. Um, so anyway, yeah, the guests are, so they, they go to the beach picnic, they set it all up, everything's cool and chill, the guests go over, and guess what? They love the food, uh, Tom made them for the beach picnic. Wow, okay, wow. everything's cool, Tom, no need to freak the fuck out at any point, everything's cool. I always feel like we just have to keep Tom calm, just keep Tom calm. Well, he's got a reputation. If he fails on this boat, he'll have to hari-kari himself. Hari-kari himself. Yeah, that's a lot like hunky-dory. Hmm. Um, Anyway. Oh, that's right. That's right. I was trying to remember. I was like, what's that? What was that boat fact that you put out? Um. Also, on the beach with the guest, uh, with the guests, plural. So remember the old Creeper Man guest who was making jokes about the British people and videotaping um, Tom in the kitchen and then throwing the dildos in other rooms while walking around naked? This guy, main Creeper guy, he was also taking photos of his girlfriend in the hot tub topless. Well, him and his girlfriend, they go into like the rocky area of the beach where people can't see them, but clearly there's a camera on them. Uh, and she basically is like, take nude pictures of my ass over these rocks. I'm going to lean over take them from behind. And also do it in portrait mode because that's higher quality. And I'm like, they're like, oh, good. No one can see us. And I'm like, we're filming you do this. Me and Nick are filming you do this. Yeah. So the, uh, the production went home for the day. And then that's when we get out our cameras and we get all the naughty bits. <laughs> I just think it's funny. They're so, like, casual about, like, wanting to take just nude-ass pics, um, which is chill, you know. I just thought, I was like, also from the angle, it looked like the production boat that was, like, sitting on the water could also see, like, directly at her tits, basically. Yeah, but they couldn't see us. No. So Alex keeps flirting with bugs, and she says she just can't tell if he's joking with her or not. Or if he, like, really wants to go on a date with her because she doesn't want to put herself in a vulnerable position. You think Alex is joking with you? This guy is literally humping your leg, honey. He is not joking. He wants a full cup of bugs, okay? Cup of bugs. That's all he wants. He That's all he needs to get by. He needs some bugs, some nugs, you know, a good group of lugs. Yeah. Um, and, uh, some hugs mm-hmm. and some drugs and he's good, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And some tugs, you know, and a couple of pugs. Okay. And he is freaking good, dude. Yes. Everything Nick said. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel like she's like, she's like so secure in her like working, like getting the job done, doing her fucking thing, fucking popping off. Being the greatest worker of all time. 
Yet she gets very insecure when it comes to like guys. And I'm like, you don't need to be queen. You're a queen. You're a hard working queen. Yeah. All right. So, um, so later that day, the deck crew is like folding up the slide and Malia gets annoyed because they basically ignore her. No, wait, what's his name? Rob and Pete ignore a command she makes of like, just fucking put the slide away. But they're like, no, no, we need to unroll it and reroll it tighter because we think we can do it better. And so Malia gets annoyed and is like, okay, cool. You just do stuff your own way and ignore my requests. Um, and I'm like, honey, it is tough being a woman in this country. <laughs> Everyone ignores us. We are the most ignorable person. Uh, well, whatever. Um, let's move on. I don't even know what you were talking about. Uh, the just the uh, oh, okay, you weren't but, listening. Well, believe I don't even want to hear it. Just oh, you weren't let's listening move on to something I'm interested in. Wow. So you weren't listening. Yeah, I just said. Wow. Uh, is that? Yeah. Is it what? just me, or did Nick prove me right? Look, I don't. I don't know if I proved anybody anything because I do not know what is happening. Let's just talk about below deck. All right. Okay. Like the men want. Shut the, up. The men that are our bosses at iHeartRadio. The men who chained you to your desk in your closet. Yeah, does any, has anyone seen the sun? <laughs> no, dude. Sun's gone. Global warming, baby. Oh, okay, good. Because I thought it was just me. Yeah. I have this window, but I, all I can see is the apartment next door. <laughs> it's on fire, so that's, <laughs> that's not good. So uh, Jess thinks she's been working so hard and doing two people's jobs, so she should have the second stew gig. And I'm like, oh, honey, they are going to hire a fucking pro ass to come in. They are not going to give you this second second stew job. Like, you got a broken finger. You're slow as ice. That makes no sense. Because you're slow as ice. Like, she just, she ain't got it, queen. You got to work a little Willing harder. to sacrifice our love. Um, yeah, I mean, fuck them. So, uh. Oh, I mean, actually, I like Jess. I shouldn't say fuck him. I just think it's like, realistically, you don't have what it takes to be the second stew at this point. So Jess destroyed her ex-boyfriend's uh, house. We'll find this out in the next episode. But, uh, Wait, what? It really, really colored everything I think about her. Okay. Uh, that's okay. Didn't you watch the next episode? Are we doing two episodes? No, we're doing one. Uh, okay. Well, then, uh, never mind. Okay. So, um, I guess I'll find out. Rob asks Malia why she's upset with him. And he does this while they're in the, um, crew mess and Captain Sandy's sitting right there. And he's like, I just, I'm curious. Can I ask why you are upset with us? Because you, you called me a fucker earlier and I did not respect that. And she's like, well, it's because you guys ignore what I asked you to do. Um, and it's annoying. And what the fuck? And Captain Sandy's in there like, hey, man. She always says, hey, man. Hey, man. Man, hey. Uh, if, you, if you ignore a direct, uh, uh, whatever, command, that's disrespectful. It's not cool, man. Then she's like, I'm going to leave you two alone, man. Okay, I got to go. Okay, bye. Peace. And then she walks out. And then. She's um, so cool. Yeah, that's just. Silly. 
silly Billy. And then, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's like, okay, I will forever listen to your commands. I love you, Malia. And she's like, good. Uh, this, no one can, Malia is Daenerys. Malia is Daenerys. I don't, I don't, I didn't watch Game of Thrones. Can you explain a little? Well, they look similar. You understand? And uh, they're just fucking ruthless and they make men bow at their feet. And she has absolutely broken Pete and cut off his balls, Uh which in Game of Thrones, she commands an army of uh, men with no balls. Oh. Um, and, uh, that's what she does to all these dudes. She's just like, I'll take this and I'll take this. And it's uh, just absolutely glorious to watch, you know, these fucking simps. Simps. Yeah. Um, it's, I, yeah, she, she, I think that's what she likes to do. Malia likes to be in full fucking control. I think it's also, should I say it? Does she low-key have some Napoleon shit going on? Oh, Napoleon no. complex? Is that not a thing? I don't even remember. I recently read that Napoleon wasn't as small as he is said to have been. Yeah, I think we talked about it on this show. Um, but, like, there's a... She, like... I mean, it's... A part of that is, like, her getting fucking Hannah out the fuck out of there. Like, out of her way, in a way. I think she is, um... Like, she read, like, The Art of War or something. Or like the forty, the forty-eight laws of power, or whatever that book was. This bitch has got some shit. She is doing some shit. All right. Anyway, um, so a belly dancer that Bugs got for the guests performs before dinner, and uh, Tom seems okay for now, and he says the guests don't have very refined taste buds, which is very frustrating for him. Uh, but the guests like the first course, but in the main course. There does seem to be an issue with one of the guests saying that his chicken is raw and that it's pink. But Tom says it's fully cooked and these guests are idiots, but he cooks it a little longer for this fuck anyway. And this is the same guy who lived through the depression who claimed he could eat anything, but did, clearly didn't live through the depression and clearly can't eat anything. Yeah. So in the depression, they didn't have uh, ovens. And so you had to eat all your meat pink anyway. So that's why he's uh, extra... Worried about it. Because he, he swore he would never eat pink chicken again. Right. What a time to be alive. All right, let's take another quick break. We'll be right back after this. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. So um, after dinner, Alex comes out and dances with the belly dancer, and the guests love it. And then creepo old guest uh, tells Bug... Weird bugs a weird joke about his girlfriend's name being Carmen because she loves cars and men, and his name is BJ Golf because he likes BJ's and golf. And she's like, "What the fuck? What's your name again?" I'm Anna. Wow, what does that mean? Um, I like myself. Eh, what? Oh, okay, cool. Um, cause, uh, my, my name is, uh, vacation days and bloody marys. No, that's not (laughs) a good name. Hi. Hello. Yes. My name is Mr. Vacation days, bloody marys. Vacation days, bloody marys. It actually works. Bloody marys is a good last name. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's nice of you to say. I'm a little bit of a genius. Yeah. What else? So um, Rob is going to surprise guest by getting guest Jess. He's going to surprise Jess by getting on the same flight as her to Bali. And he's scared. He says, I'm scared if I am making the right choice and following what my heart is telling me, but not my head. And Malia's like, bro, you always got to go with your heart. And, uh, One guest notices that they are a person down in the interior because Bugs is working overtime. But they're like, we love Bugs. She's she's great. Bugs is great. And then it's the next day. Um, I'm going to bust through the rest of this so we can finish up. But Captain Sandy is annoyed by how messy the laundry room is, even though they are down a stew. Like, back off. And Jess says she's trying her best, but she feels like she keeps getting shit on over this laundry. And she says she's really holding her anger back. And Bug says she won't crap the whip, crack the whip on this charter, but she will get Jess into laundry shape eventually. And then uh, we learn that Bugs has never heard of huevos rancheros, but she's kind of enjoying saying it a little too much. Huevos? She's like, what is this? She kept, she kept adding G. What is this? 
uh, huevos rangueros. Yeah, so... No, huevos rancheros. Huevos ranqueros. Yes. Tachi chenchercos. Hachi machi, yes. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, they dock the boat and the guests are leaving. And that's when I realized for the first time that the main primary kind of looks like Jimmy Kimmel with a beard. Uh, Okay, that's mean. Why is that mean? Jimmy Kimmel with a beard is not a big deal. Yeah, it's a mean thing to say. For who? Who's it mean to? For you to say. Okay, shut up. All right, it's tip meeting time. Captain Sandy thinks the crew killed it, even though so much went down. Um, A second stew is coming by the next charter, according to Captain Sandy. And they're going to Ibiza early the next morning. So everyone has to stay on board that night. Uh, Ibiza. Ibiza. You like that? I love it. Right. Okay. Well, we learned that they got a 20K tip. Wait, no. They got a $20,500 tip. Which is a good tip. These fucking naked dudes love to tip. I wonder if they left their giant dildo. Well, it was an extra day, right? Oh, that was the last one. No, no. that was the last one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a really fucking good tip. Wow. Yeah. So when Looks I guess like when Jimmy you don't Kimmel, any of your own money, it's easy to throw it away. Jimmy uh, Kimmel. Are uh, you ready Jim- for a boat fact? Jimmy Kimmel came through. No, we have a few more things. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just we have the it. best moment of the show coming up. All right. Jess runs to the doctor to get her hand checked out. And Rob tells Malia he got a ticket to be on the same flight as Jess to Bali. Um, and he really wants to come up with a way to surprise her with this info. And so they start planning. Uh, and then we have the next charter meeting with Captain Sandy, Malia, Bugs, and Tom. And we learn Johnny Damon, the baseball player, is coming back with his wife, Michelle. Were you able to get any likes and dislikes? Um, You know what? It was really difficult because they didn't have a shot of it. But then later in the episode, there is a shot on the wall of the galley um, that I would manage to get a side shot of. So, guys, I really I really pulled out all the stops. You did. Um, Johnny Damon and Michelle Damon, location Windermere, Florida. Johnny and Michelle Damon are returning charter guests. Who are bringing with them uh, two of their closest friends. Johnny, as or some of, I don't know. Johnny, as you know, was a two-time Major League Baseball. I don't know what that. I'm all-star, I'm guessing. Yeah. Joining Johnny and Michelle will be Sean and his wife, Shauna. <laughs> uh, Sean is a philanthropist, which nothing Shauna. makes my eyes roll harder than a philanthropist. Who owns a number of Dunkin' Donuts franchises. Oh, I see. So he owns Dunkin' Donuts. That's his job. His job is not giving away 1% of his money. You cannot get a different classification as person, of a person, just by giving away a small enough amount of your money that you don't notice it. For tax write-offs, probably. Mm -hmm. That's what philanthropist means. Um, Also the owner of a wholesale distribution company and his wife... uh, Longtime friend of the Damons. They've been friends for over 15 years. Raj doesn't drink, but is still known as the animal of the group. Mm. Adina is a returning guest. She was something last charter. She's bringing her husband something. And they're looking forward to something. Um, And then they also have their itinerary requests. 
Johnny and Michelle would like Captain Sandy to join them for dinner one of the nights at Charter. Mm. On night one, Michelle would like a neon, glitter, funky, and bright-themed dinner. On day two, the guests want to go to a day party at a beach club in Ibiza. Yeah, Johnny party. would like to yacht golf on board. All guests would like to have a cocktail hour sunset cruise on the first evening. All guests have registered to play with what requested to play with water toys. That's it. Cool. Yeah. That's and it. last time he was on board, uh, Anastasia was their cook. And um, he, he ta- uh, Matt, what, what's his name? Johnny. Let's call him Matt Damon. Johnny Damon was not a fan. So they really want Tom to step it up no. this charter for them. That was not five star. No. Uh, no. But uh, yeah, Captain Sandy says these people are a lot of fun. Woo! I was like, remember last time where they had to remove a man from the boat because the wife was about to fight him? Okay. Well, that wasn't their fault. Mm, nothing is the anyone's fault. They climbed on their boat. They invited him over. Oh, uh, they were pressured. Yeah, they were. They were. It wasn't good. But the guy who came in so hot, he was like, answer for all of America's behavior. And they were like, bro, we don't care. Um, anyway, so the, like, bro, I'm, I'm not, why would I be a representative of, of America? I do something like, all I do is play baseball and eat <laughs> apple pie, dude. I'm not a representation <laughs> or anything. And hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the crew's coming up with a plan to surprise Jess, uh, with Rob's plan to join her in Bali. And they come up with clues, actually fucking bugs. It's like, I'll write up some clues. I love scavenger hunts. Uh, so they come up with some clues to get her up to the top deck so Rob can tell her with some champagne and candles. And Rob comes, or not Rob, Jess comes back and her finger's feeling better and her little finger cast is off. And so Bugs gives Jess the first clue and that sets her off on a surprise adventure trip all the way up to the top deck of the boat. And she loves it. She's happy. Everyone cheers them on. Cool, cool, cool. Smooch, smooch, smooch. It's the next day. And we learn immediately that our new second stew is here. And it is Aisha! 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 And I'll tell you right now, Aisha is my favorite cast member of this entire goddamn franchise show. Every spinoff, she is the fucking best bitch. So, uh, yeah, that's the end of the episode. I oh, love so Aisha. Bug facts. Yes, it's time for Boat Facts with Nikki Tease. You know the phrase turning a blind eye? Well, it's said that in 1801, during the Battle of Copenhagen, the great British naval hero Horatio Nelson deliberately held his telescope to his blind eye in order to not see the flag signal from the commander to stop bombarding the enemy. So if we can choose to ignore something we shouldn't, we turn a blind eye. In Nelson's case, Hmm. he won! That's it for Boat Facts. Back to you, Anchor Hosnier. Wow, what a great Boat Fact. Thank you so much, Nick. I loved every second of it. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to have to turn See a blind tomorrow. eye over how short it was, but that's okay. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening to Below Deck Season 5 Mediterranean Episode 13. Uh, you can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at Anna Hosnier. No. That was. 
<laughs> you can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. I'm at Anna Hosnian. Nick is at Nick's Turner. So, uh, check out our merch on Tee Public. We would love it if you bought something and then sent us a photo of yourself wearing it. We love support. And on top of that, you can um, leave us a five-star review. I mean, it's like all we've ever asked for. It's all we've ever wanted in life. Like, why are you being that way? Like, come on, man. Like, chill. All right. And that's that. Bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.